For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Mike. We're back on the telephone. No more Twitch this week. Nope. Unfortunately, you are out living that rock star life. I am. I'm currently in my bunk. I like to do these things from my bunk, laying down, very relaxed, uh, as you curate the great the great lists that you do every week of all the new records. It's really nice. I just get to relax. It's a nice hour or so. Just hang out vibe. I'm sure there's many of our listeners who do that as well. Absolutely, yes. I'm in the same... Um, horizontal p- position as you may be at this time. I'm not. But no, the tour's going the tour's going awesome. We're out with Beartooth, mm-hmm. the Devil's Prada era. Era I know boys. you're a big fan of a lot of those bands, Mike, and uh it's been just it's just been killing it. We started out in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um people came out in droves. There was like thousands of people and we continued to Milwaukee. It was an amazing show and then we played in uh, Des Moines, Iowa on a yeah. Monday night and it was packed and corn was in town and it was still packed. So people are very excited about this tour. And uh, I think for good reason. Oh, I'm sure it's a stacked package all the way through. I mean, yeah. when you have era opening up your tour of a four band bill, like it's already going to be a great time. Exactly. No, it's, it's great. We're in Denver tonight. Love the city. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, this is the dream. So oh, yeah. I am, 
living the dream, as you like to say. I do like to say that. Yeah. What about you? Any news? I know you're always busy. Oh, yeah. Uh, no news on the mic front, but there is some news on the music front. Mm. Pretty much one of the saddest weeks as far as news as we have had and probably ever will have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we lost Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah. Uh, also, Keaton Pierce from Too Close to Touch. Yeah, man, that's... That one was tough for me too. Yeah. Um, you know, just a, just such a good person. we we'll hung out a lot together on Warp Tour back in 2017 and, you know, a band we've, we've mentioned a few times on the show, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of this underrated band, um, you know, just, he's an incredible, he was an incredible singer and just, they were such a great band, but just never quite got to that, to that place. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's really, really sad. Yeah. It's really, really sad. I don't I don't really have words and yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's hard. I'm, I feel the same way. I've met Keaton a couple of times. Just overall great dude. Loved the band. Always a fun time to see him live. He had such an energy to him and just super sad. Um, yeah. And I mean, Taylor Hawkins, obviously, I'm sure a lot of music fans are going to have been reading about him and, and his, his career and everything, you know, um, mm -hmm. this week. But, you know, from my perspective, you know, Dave Grohl being, I mean, maybe the greatest rock drummer um, <laughs> of all time, yet Taylor was the only guy that could really pull it off, you know, mm -hmm. in his band. That's that's how amazingly talented and just the right personality that yeah. he was just for, fun for Dave dude. Grohl and, and for the Foo Fighters, exactly. And and it's, it's just, yeah, man, it's it just that band, obviously, you know, it's a solo project, basically, Dave Grohl's solo project, but it it has evolved into more than that. Mm -hmm, really has because of Taylor Hawkins' personality and his drum and his drum playing, and and it's it's just such a great loss. I, I just, I mean, that band will they'll just never be the same, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. And today we also heard uh, Tom Parker from The Wanted has passed away as well. Um, oh my God! Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh, wow, that's horrible. Yeah, apparently he had uh, stage four brain cancer. I'm not exactly sure what kind, but uh, uh, he was 33, so also another young one. Um, oh never great to hear. Jeez, yeah, this is not this has not been a good week. No, sorry to bum everybody out. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna we're gonna tell you about some uplifting releases, though. I'm sure we will. Oh, for sure. Fun week for music. Fun week for music last week as well. Uh, yeah. Let, let's get out of that sad news as quickly as possible. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Because I know what the people probably want to talk about first. <laughs> yeah. Um, the number five. Yeah. That, that basically just, just squeezed its way into our list. But obviously this is a record that everyone's talking about. Mm -hmm. For better the or worse. From, yeah. The new one from Machine Gun Kelly. Um, I didn't listen. I think I listened to most of it. I don't think I listened to the entire thing. I gave it one run. Um, I, I, I think there's some there's some really, really good spots on this record. I mm -hmm. think there's some some really cool parts. Um, I think there are some tickets to my downfall, like good moments. Um, and I don't think this record is bad. Some of the songs I think are really really good. Um, I think it's 
I don't think it's as good as the last record. No. But I don't think it's like a terrible record by any means. Yeah, there are definitely a couple songs on here that I really liked. I think uh, Makeup Sex with Black Bear, maybe with Ollie from Bring Me, and then uh, Die in California with a couple of artists, Young Thug, Gunna on there. Uh, those are kind of the standout tracks for me. I think overall, and I was kind of trying to find a way to put this in words, and I was talking with some friends about it over the weekend, and I think what's missing from this record is Tickets to My Downfall kind of had those interlude tracks and those really, really open, personal moments, like the voicemail and things like that that were on that record that I think you kind of almost need to have to be making pop-punk emo music. And I didn't really get any of those feelings. Like, obviously, he's not going to talk about the same things on the record, but I just, this record felt a lot more closed off to me and more like it was going through the motions than actually just being an honest expression and, and using the genre for what it's for, right? Mm-hmm. I can, I can totally see what you mean about that, but I did find that there were some, some cool little things like... Mm-hmm. When he's when he's obviously lost his voice and he's talking about how he can't sing right now, yeah. And um, I forget which song that's in. And then you know there is the little interlude before the the um, title track. You know, there's a little bit of character in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought those two songs with Little Wayne were pretty cool. I, I really liked hearing Little Wayne sing on that one song. So th- there's like there's like a few bright spots on this record, and I don't think it's all bad. And um, I think that obviously Machine Gun Kelly takes a lot of shit just because of. He's very outspoken and, um, you know, it's, he's a polarizing figure, but I don't think this record is, is, is a bad record at all. Yeah. It's definitely not father of all level bad. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> there, there are salvageable points. I personally don't think I'm ever going to listen to it again. Maybe grab a song or two, <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> just not for me. Um, okay. we had two number ones last week in theory. Yeah. Which one do you yeah. want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about this Pale Face record or this Port Noir record? Um, let's go with Pale Face. This, this record is something else, man. Absolute ass beater from start to end. Um, I was doing some reading because I was not expecting that intro track. That was a bit over the top, a bit terrifying. Yeah, what's that from? Is that from a movie or something? Uh, some people on the internet thought it was from a movie. They did some research, and apparently one of the band members said there's an actual recording of somebody having a schizophrenic episode. Oh, man. Um, Some really, really dark stuff like that throughout this entire record, though. It is way more than I expected, which was already quite a bit, I think. Um, yeah, and, and it's lengthy. Yeah, it was about man, 50 minutes. Is, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on this on this record, and I was kind of surprised. It mm-hmm. was a lot to oh, digest. Six minutes, jeez. Yeah, there's like those two like seven minute songs at the end of the record or mm-hmm. something. It's it's like it is it is pretty out there, and and I really applaud the band for putting together putting this all together. Yeah, it's it's that's a it's a. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if I can say a masterpiece, but but definitely a master class in how to write, mm-hmm. as you put it, an ass beater. Yeah, because um, yeah, this record is is definitely full on and in your face for over an hour. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the thing that I worry about with heavy records like this that are that long as well, is that they're going to be too long and too much of it's going to sound similar. 
And there are definitely points, like, obviously, you're going to say, oh, well, this is a breakdown. There's a breakdown in every song. But, like, there are moments on this record that are just interesting and fun, too. Like, I forget exactly what song it is. Um, I almost want to say it's My Grave Lay With Me, but there's, like, that hip-hop track in the middle of this record as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought that that was really, really cool and something that I don't think a lot of deathcore bands would try. And it was just, was it great for a hip hop track? No, but it was, I think it was really, really cool and really added just another dynamic to this record. Overall, yeah, just super 100%. fun release. 100%. Um, and then the other one, Point Noir, um, or Port Noir, yep. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this, this record... Um, also really good. Mm -hmm. I think the singles were really painted the picture of what this record is. I, I think the rest of the album kind of was it, what I expected it, it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And so nothing really like surprised me, but this is a band really making some unique music, um, that really doesn't sound like anything else. Yeah. I fully agree. I listened to this record probably three or four times. Same with the pale face record. Uh, just overall really, really fun, experimental, um, everything about it just kind of vibes like I can put this on when I'm cleaning and still have a good time with it and I can listen to it in depth and still have fun as well I think overall just kind of masterclass and pushing forward progressive rock progressive metal without kind of overdoing it it's still definitely in the roots yeah man absolutely uh, anything else you wanted to talk about from last week um, I don't think so. Cool. Uh, Animals is Leaders record. That sounded like Animals is Leaders. Oh yeah. Yep. It's a good record. Yeah. Good I enjoyed record, it. Though. Uh, let's get into this week though. I love it. Let's go, man. Uh, Mike, uh, how many you got this, you got for me this week? We got six and they are a solid six. Let me tell you. Yes. Yes. Some, some very big, re big records coming out this week. I'm, I'm excited to, to hear what you picked. Um, cause I don't know. I don't know the list. Let's start with number six. Yeah. So, uh, these are in no specific order. I think on any given week, all of these could have been a number one. Uh, I just kind of put that out there. Uh, but number six, I've got the new record from lights called pep Canada's yeah. finest pop star. Yeah. I mean, just the pride of Canada really. Yeah. Um, she's been at it for a long time now. I was surprised. This is only like her fourth or fifth record or something she's done a lot Maybe of fifth record like acoustic records in the middle and things like that too though okay. which is also really yeah. cool yeah i mean it's you know it's it's just you don't get a record from lights all like all that often mm -hmm. so it's really nice to hear from her and it seems like she's just more and more as with time goes on she's just finding her sound more and more mm -hmm. embracing and, herself and kind of yeah exactly and and sounding more and more confident and and just an incredible artist, um, mm -hmm. incredible songwriter, just incredible music. This isn't, this isn't some, you know, pop singer that has a bunch of other people writing songs for her or anything like she's doing this herself. She's incredible yep. and amazingly talented. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm amazed this is number six, but like you said, this is a big week. Yeah. And she's also got other projects going as well. Like Loon, she has a dark electronic project. Uh, as well as this, where she's doing a lot of things. And you can kind of hear elements of that kind of brought into this as well, where there definitely are, I guess, a little bit, a couple darker moments on the singles than I was expecting from a Lights 
release. But overall, I think that this record is just going to be an absolute blast. It's, and I think it's like the perfect time for this too, right? Right as spring's rolling around, get all the pop bangers out that are going to be on your barbecue playlist for the year. I'm really excited. I dig it. I dig it. Love it. That's that's lights at number six. Oh, number yeah. five. Number five, we've got the new record from Meshuga called Immutable. Immutable? I don't know exactly how they're pronouncing it. Uh, but we got three singles off this. Meshuga are the gods of the gent scene. And I'm pretty excited for this record because based on the singles, Meshuga's gonna Meshug. And that's about it. I mean, yeah, this has been a band that's that's formed in 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they don't put out records that often. No. This is their first record in, I think, about six years. Um, you know, this this is special when they do put them out. Yep. They're, you're, they're a very, very influential band, um, very credible band, very cool band. Um, and something that if, if you've not listened to Meshuga, um, yeah, start with this new record. I know it's going to be great. All their records are great. Mm-hmm. And then go back and listen and learn and, and hear just where so many of these modern, you know, heavy bands really got their sound from because yeah. these, you know, Meshuggah are, are the pioneers. Yeah. I mean, so many bands have picked up their, I guess, iconic sound being gent, right. And that kind of guitar technique that they really coined. And it's just kind of expanded into metalcore, into deathcore, into even its own genre with bands like periphery and things like that. Even though I know they say gent's not a genre, it, it kind of is. It's become that right. So yep. just, super super influential band i'm really excited to hear what this whole package is going to be 100 percent. they never miss so, yeah mashuga at number five wow lights and mashuga five and six so this is a huge week yeah um let's go to number four number four we've got the new album the unraveling of pup the band by pup just pup not the band toronto canada you know well yep who this band is. i i know them i know them very well in fact they were when we were rehearsing for this tour. They were in the room room next door. Oh wow! Um, doing doing some rehearsals in the same in the same um, rehearsal studio. So, yeah, man. Um, I don't know what what I can say about Pop. Just that they are really in their kind of own league, mm-hmm. their own world. They play a, a brand of punk rock that is really not like anybody else. It's interesting, and it is very interesting. It's it's very different. Um, there's, but there's a lot of, um, cool expression Mm -hmm. in it too. Um, but it's very meaningful with what they're trying to say, but at the same time, they don't always take themselves too, too seriously, you know? So I like that they kind of keep it fun while at the same time, you know, trying to really, you know, continue to say something and, and, Mm -hmm. um, but still just do their own thing. Yeah, it almost really reminds me a lot of, um, based on these singles, that last We Were Sharks record, where it's just kind of some older guys who are making pop punk still punk, uh, right in that vein, uh, where it sounds like punk, but there are some modern sensibilities in there, and they're still having fun with it. Like, it's just a good time. It's... Yeah, for sure. I don't know. For sure. No, it's hard to compare. I mean, We Were Sharks, also Canadian. I mean, We Were Sharks has a little bit more of a cleaner, um, you know, sure. straight ahead kind of sound. Some weird pop, stuff like, does happen in pop. Yeah, pop, sometimes you're like, man, how did they record this? This kind of sounds crazy. But 
it's cool. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot different. So yeah, I, I, um, I will always, always check out new records from pup and they're always good and they're always going to, going to, you're going to hear something you haven't heard before, I think, which is always cool, which is always cool with, uh, with a band that can, that can continue to do that. For sure. All right. Pop. Wow. Okay. Number three. Number three, probably the worst album name this week, but one of the most exciting death metal releases of the year, we've got the new album, It's Time to Rise from the Grave by Undeath. I'm curious it's, it's what you thought of this band. Um, well, I, I've heard of this band, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and they pretty much are like going for this old school death metal sound. They are. I mean, this sounds like like Chris Barnes era Cannibal Corpse. Um, In or, a much better or, way. Yeah, or like old carcass, maybe mm-hmm. some, at some points, um, you know. But it's 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 recorded. It sounds like it's more like the old style recording. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like super modern and like to a grid and really quantized um, and really digital. Organic. It's, it's much more, much exactly, um, much more organic. One second, somebody's calling me. Decline. Um, yeah, it's much more organic and it has a real um, just. OG death metal sound, which, you know, you don't get that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there were, there were tons of parts. I was like, oh man, this is, this, this, if, if like, I didn't know, I, someone told me this was like an unreleased cannibal corpse, you know, um, mm-hmm. track or something. I might believe you. Cause, cause some of the, some of the parts really, really have that vibe. Yeah. They're really kind of putting out some of the best death metal that's coming out right now. Uh, the riffs are just super sick and they all hit hard. The drumming is just absolutely insane on this record. I think vocally it's very impressive too, very similar to Corpse Grinder as well. And I just think this record's great. This is one of the coolest up-and-coming bands in the death metal scene, um, along with a couple others that are slightly different, like Venom Prison, bands like that. But I think these guys are really making their name for themselves. They did it on their last record and kind of broke out of the underground a little bit. And I think this record's just going to kind of bring them up to the top to the point where they're actually headlining some shows and playing some nice venues. I think so. I think so. No, this is cool. I, I know this is exciting for the death metal community to get, to get a record like this because it really does. It, it's a throwback, but it's just really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's number three, number two. So number two, we're going to Hanoi, Vietnam for the new record tan by Windrunner. I absolutely love this band. Uh, this is their third release. I think that they are super, super solid, and it just makes me really miss Ocean's 8 Alaska when I listen to them. I think that's probably the closest comparison I can give to people, uh, except they do have dual vocalists, one female, one male. Uh, overall, this thing is just really, really impressive, the amount of uh, Asian instrumental influences they bring into this, as well as electronics, and just the overall song structure that they're able to kind of shake up from the metalcore standpoint is just really, really fun. Yeah. This record is, I mean, these singles I should say are, are, are pretty out there. Like you kind of never know what's going to come next in the (laughs) next part. Um, yeah, you could be getting a female like pop vocal over like a trap beat, or you could be getting a full on metalcore breakdown with screaming, Mm -hmm. um, or anything in between at any point. Um, yeah, it, it's it really is a unique band. I don't think I've ever heard of a band from Vietnam before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Hanoi. 
<laughs> I've been to Hanoi. Hanoi is a chaotic place and this and a little stressful. And this band is a little chaotic and a little stressful too. Um, so I think it kind of works. Yeah. I, I really like this band. I've been excited for this record. I think we've got six songs out of 10 on the record, but the way that these songs are kind of lined up and composed, I think it's going to be a much different experience once we kind of put it all together. One thing that I do think is cool is the record is called Tan and each one of these songs uh, is named after a color, which I think is pretty sweet. Okay. Um, I was doing a little bit of research and they said that uh, the kind of feel and mood of each song is supposed to match up to like how the color looks, which I think is a really cool concept. Uh, and I'm interested to kind of delve a little bit deeper in that. I've tried uh, panning it out a bit and it does kind of fit some of the songs that are darker colors an album are, are a bit darker and heavier, whereas some of the lighter ones uh, do incorporate some kind of more modern elements, which I think is a really cool dynamic. Definitely, definitely. No, this this band is super, super interesting, uh, very different, and I encourage people to check them out. Wind Runner, all the way from Hanoi, Vietnam. Well, Mike, that brings us to our number one album of the week. That it does. And we're going to get to it in just one minute. And we're back. We are. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We talked about Windrunner and Undeath and Meshuga and Lights and I forgot one. Uh, pop. Pop, Of yeah, course, pop. pop. Those are the top five so far, but we've got the number one, which I'm very excited to hear what it is. Mike? Give it to me. So Shane, I lied to you. I said there was no real order to the bands this week that all of them could be number one. I actually did order these with a very specific criteria. I rated or ranked these records by the number of goblins in the band. <laughs> the number one record this week is The Fundamental Slimes and Humors by Necrogoblicon, one of our favorite and most ridiculous bands we talk about on this show. I feel like we almost talk about them every episode just because of how fun and relatable they are. Uh, how much kind of other bands could, I guess, learn a little bit from them. <laughs> they have an absolutely wonderful PR system and, I guess, just marketing going on over there. And they've got the music to back it up. This band's incredible. Truly, yes. Truly ridiculous band. Um, one of these singles has like a pan flute yep. <laughs> like part in it. Like, you know, they're, they're really... They really don't care. They take they don't take themselves too seriously at, at just about any given moment. Um, but you're right in that like this band still rips mm -hmm. and and like they're fun as hell to listen to. I love their music videos. Um, I love watching them live. Yep. And um, yeah, really like this. Just you know, is this going to um give you a whole bunch of things to really reflect on, um, in your own life. No. Uh, probably not, but you're going to have a good time. You're going to laugh your ass off watching this band or listening to this band. And, uh, there it is. That's yeah. the record. Necrogoblicon. Yeah. I, this band is just great. I can't talk enough about them. I think they're just super talented they're going out on tour with Guar here pretty soon, which I think is just the perfect pairing. Like, Totally. Imagine uh, John Goblicon getting fed to what's the big machine that Guar has in the back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's going to happen at every show. It has to. 
Oh yeah, no, um, yeah, they got to do some collabs. It's oh, um, yeah. pretty pretty awesome now, and that that's great. I got I'd love to see Gore again too. It's been a long time. Oh, I try and see him every time I can. Such a good band. Absolutely, absolutely, awesome. Well, hey, that's our top six records of this week. Um, so much there, so much diversity, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, probably the biggest, maybe the biggest week we've had so far this year. Um, we had that January 14th. Yeah. That, I think that's probably going to be the biggest week all year, but we'll see what happens, right? Uh, ready to get in some honorable mentions? Let's go. How many you got? I got 15. It's a nice, quiet okay. week for us. Wow. It's going to be a nice, short episode. Yeah. Sure, Mike. All right, let's go. Yeah, so first one I want to talk about, uh, we do have a new EP coming from Kubla Khan. Uh, mm-hmm. Band I've never really been able to get into. But I know a lot of people do like the band. They are heavy. They're very heavy. Mike, what's wrong with you, dude? Maybe this is going to get you on the Kublikon horse. I don't know. I don't know. Just one of those bands has never clicked, right? There's Everybody's got them. Okay. Uh, and speaking of a band that has clicked for me, uh, Vola. We're getting their live album that they performed during lockdown, finally. Uh, I'm very excited. I saw this stream. It sounds absolutely incredible. Uh, they did everything in pretty much one take, which is super, super cool. And just really shows off how talented yeah. these guys are. Yeah, I know you love this band. Incredibly. Uh, next up, we are getting, and this one kind of makes me mad. Uh, we are getting the eighth single off the new Memphis Mayfire record. This single featuring AJ Channer from Fire, of the Go- or Fire from the Gods. Eight single. Whoa. Yeah, this song is or this album has eleven tracks and it is coming out in June. So we've got I don't know, what is that? Two more months for possible single mm, releases. Yeah. Interesting move. I mean, but more than two months. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, make sure you go check that out. I do love AJ. I think he's a great vocalist and just a wonderful dude who's uh, bringing some real activism to the scene. They also, Fire from the Gods put out a hot sauce recently. It is delicious. Go buy it. Oh, when your band is called that, yeah, kind of have to. Yeah, they put out two. I forget what they are. I think they're both named out of, named after their records. I can't remember exactly what they were, though. Great stuff, though. Uh, another favorite band of mine, Buried Alive, put out a new song this week. It's incredible. I listened to it already. Uh, it's called Pear Annoyed, which I think is, I don't know how they keep coming up with these puns. <laughs> I don't know. They like fruit, I guess. Yeah. Buried and pear. Okay. No, this band is super cool. I mean, really just different, mm-hmm. super technical guitar, really great songs, electronics. I Yeah, it's just really, really unique. Yeah. I love them too. Uh, next up, we've had a song from Ice Nine Kills for quite a while on the PUBG game, but it's finally coming to streaming services. So make sure you check out Hunter's Moon, Hunting Moon. I don't remember exactly the name of it, but uh, when that drops, if you haven't heard it already, it's an Ice Nine Kills song, which means it's pretty okay. good. Uh, yeah. Next up, we are getting a new single from Rain City Drive, previously Rain City, previously Slaves. Uh, great band interesting segment of name changes yeah it, it is kind of interesting I mean I'm I'm glad that they did um, move away from slaves mm-hmm. and it also made sense I obviously 
Originally, Johnny Craig was the front man of the band. They've moved on from him. Yep. Um, their new singer, Matt, is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that this, I think this band is like ready to kick some ass. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Hundred percent. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Banks Arcade, super cool metalcore band out of Australia that's really making some waves and coming up. Make sure you check those guys out. Okay. Speaking of metalcore, we've got the new single, Smoke Signals, from Novelists. They've announced their new record coming out in September. I really love Novelists. They're fun. They're doing some cool things. A wonderful French metalcore band. Yes. Next up, I don't know this for sure, but Coheed and Cambria is teasing, so I assume there's a Coheed and Cambria single coming out this Friday. Make sure you check that out. Mm-hmm. There is a new single from Beach Bunny, who we all love. Super talented indie pop group. Yep. With Sales Ahead is putting out a new single, as well as a hot sauce with it. Been on a hot sauce kick lately. A lot of hot sauce is coming out. Everyone loves hot sauce. I mean, I like it. I think it's a cool thing. It's like my secondary collection, right? Got the records, got the hot sauce. Yeah. It's fun. I've got some, um, my, my friend, um, a little shout out to my friend, Jeff, who uh, has an awesome, awesome hot sauce company called Halo Heats. Ooh. Um, and I, uh, I should send you some, Mike. It's, it's made, made right in, right in Windsor, right across the border. He's got this spicy pickle hot sauce Ooh. that is so good. So yeah, Halo Heats for people looking for a new, very, very, very delicious hot sauce company. Sounds good. I'll have to check it out. And speaking of hot sauce, how do you feel about hot milk? Oh boy. We got a new single from hot milk. The band milk. is good. The name is not my favorite. <laughs> we got a new single from hot milk. It's an absolute banger. They've announced their new EP. I know, boo, EP, not an album. It's time for an album, hot milk. Uh, I forget the name of it. It's something like the Kings and Queens of Gasoline. I don't remember, but single rips. I absolutely love it. It's, of course it does. It's called Bad Reputation. This band can literally not put out a bad song. It's not in their DNA. No, no. It's like world-class chorus hooks. Oh yeah. Every single song with this band. I don't know how they do it. I don't Someone either. in this band is a ge- songwriting genius. Um, yeah. Hot Milker, Hot Milker are, are incredible. Yep. And another incredible uh, female-fronted band coming out of the UK, Half-Lives, putting out a single called Dynamite this week. So make sure you go check that out as well. It's not a Tao Cruz uh, cover? We're going to light it up. I don't believe like so. Like it's Dynamite. That'd be cool if it was, but I, uh, I, still, I still like it. I do remember regardless. that song, though. I'm thinking about it. I put my hands up in yeah, the air sometimes. That would, be, that would be a great metalcore cover, honestly. Yeah, it's probably done on one of those Pop Goes Punk. Oh, I'm sure I bet it's it been done. We need another one of those. Fearless, if you're listening, it's been too long since Pop Goes Punk. Yeah, I know. It does seem like they haven't... It does seem like a little while, but... Yeah. Speaking of another band that has also been too long since we have heard new music from, the Callous Doughboys are releasing a new single. Super excited for this. These guys are chaotic and just overall a buck wild time. Uh think their last record was in 2019 i don't remember exactly uh okay but these guys absolutely absolutely rip such a fun time probably an album coming probably i hope so and last but not least you know we always save the best for last 
The, I do. Uh, the fallout is coming. New single by what I think is the most influential band of the last decade. Bring me the horizon. The song is featuring Mast Wolf. I have no idea who that is, but you know, I had no idea who the Nova Twins were before Bring Me the Horizon had them on a track, and I love them now. So I'm excited to hear this. I think Bring Me's going to absolutely kill it again. Yeah, man. Um, I think, you know, it's a bold statement saying that they're the most influential band of the last decade. But when you look around, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're right. I mean, yeah. they, they really are. They really did change the way that people look at heavy music. Um, but I really like their last release um, oh, because I like that. Yeah, that some of it was, you know, kind of a throwback to you know some of their some of their older sounds as well. So I really dig what they do. I think they write great songs and have great production. And mm-hmm. and yeah, they they um they haven't haven't missed they haven't missed lately. That's for sure. Yeah, it's been a long time in my opinion. But with that, that's all we got. At least all that I know here is we're recording on Wednesday. So. Make sure you follow me on Instagram for the whole list at Slappy Slam. That's right. At Slappy Slam. Follow Mike. You can follow me, Ashley and Told. You can follow at Lead Singer Syndrome on Instagram. And um, yeah, Mike, this is a short, maybe our shortest episode ever. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the longest episode ever. That's for sure. Oh, <laughs> oh, I forgot something, Shane. I forgot it. Ooh. We got to let Ooh, the people last know. last minute. Yes. The new Red Hot Chili Peppers album comes out this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I might be skipping that one. Oh, I know you are. I probably will too. <laughs> but see, this is the best thing about how stupid radio is. Mm-hmm. The radio, these big radio stations, they'll say, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers, they've got a new record coming out this week. Here's Under the Bridge. Yep. <laughs> and they don't actually play the new... <laughs> new songs you know they just like yeah they've got a new record out then they play yeah give it away or or californication or whatever it's got the third rendition of this on it (laughs) but um yeah if you're into that sort of thing um if you like slapping the bass uh yes check out the new red hot chili peppers record i will be not doing that personally (laughs) all right well, you have a good show well, Mike, tonight, thank Shane. You. Thank you, Mike. I'm excited. Revved up for, for Denver. And uh, yeah, hopefully some people are going to come out on this tour. Come say hi uh, if you see me. And um, all the best to you, Mike. Yeah, and thank sure. you for an awesome list once again. Always, dude. Sweet. Thanks, man. Bing.